Hi, Allie. Hi, massage therapist. Hi. <laughs> I am so excited to be talking to you. Yeah, me too. I was really bummed about our visit, our meeting, our meetup kind of falling apart because my car is old. Yeah, Becca and I were supposed to get together for four days and do like intensive podcast magic making. And yeah, that was such a bummer. It was such a bummer. And I have to say that one of my favorite parts of Intense Alley podcast making heaven is hanging out with my little buddy Oliver. I ah, I miss him so much. I'm just like so freaking bummed. But luckily, the car is going to be operational by the end of the week, and we rescheduled. So early December, we get to have our little podcast play date, which will be super. So fun. listeners, don't worry, we're actually going to see each other this year. <laughs> Because it's super important to everybody. Um, <laughs> well, it should be if it's not. So, <laughs> But today's topic, I'm actually really excited about because it's something that, like, oh, it just baffles me. And I just have a hard time, like, prioritizing looking at all this stuff. So without further ado, listeners, today's topic was prompted from a listener, Julianne. And she asked, how do you set up your website for optimal SEO? Freaking fantastic question, Julianne. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to pass the baton over to Allie. Allie, I'm, I'm actually going to take a lot of notes during <laughs> this episode, I think. <laughs> so. Align with the Massage Business Mama comes to you with a combined 22 plus years experience in the massage biz as entrepreneurs providing actionable tips and resources you can implement today. Becca, an off-grid living, quirky, trail-running massage therapist, esthetician, and yogi, offers her business and wellness perspective to you with highly caffeine-fueled, compassionate wit. Allie, your hardworking, driven, creative mom, massage therapist, business owner, lover of friend gatherings, all-time annual family talent show winner, brings her drive and business savvy to every episode. Our sponsor for this episode is me, Allie of the Massage Business Mama. During all of this COVID craziness, I have had to learn how to pivot my massage practice to stay relevant and swim, not sink. In making these tough decisions, I created a workbook to help myself make conscious and informed choices as to how to move forward. The workbook Massage Practice Reimagined, Redefining Your Massage Business After the COVID Crisis, is a 36-page interactive guide to help you move forward in a post-COVID landscape. It retails for $12, but for Align with the Massage Business Mama listeners, you can get it for $4.99. Go to www.alignwiththemassagebusinessmama.com to shop this workbook. At checkout, use coupon code PODCAST, all in caps, to get your discount. And please, let me know how the workbook helps you work through this crisis. So I blame SEO for everything that has happened to me over the last three years. (laughs) 
researching SEO sent me down a rabbit hole so deep, but I still haven't come out the other end. It was what led me to start my blog, The Massage Business Mama. It's what led me to start this podcast with Becca. It what it's what prompted me to now create a course for massage therapists who are just getting started in business. And it I'm super excited about your oh course. My gosh, I'm, just gotta put I'm that in. I'm super excited too. And all of this all of this started with an innocent search about how to learn more about how to help my brick and mortar massage business gain more clients. So for those of you who are unfamiliar, SEO stands for search engine optimization. And it's the term used for the process of driving more traffic from a search engine to a website or web page. And it is a super deep well. <laughs> it's true. It is so true. <laughs> so having good SEO is what gets you ahead of your competitors. It's what helps you show up on page one of a Google search for massage in your area. So how, without going down the same rabbit hole and ending up miles from where you started three years later, can we break down SEO in an easily digestible way? So I have to say that I have fallen down many an SEO YouTube rabbit hole. And where you landed three years later is way better than where I landed <laughs> three years later. But maybe maybe it's the method. Like shortly after I, I like tackle SEO and I start to go down and then I just, I get overwhelmed and my procrastination so, totally sets yeah. in. Like completely. Not not proud to admit that. I understand that. But you have to remember that when I first started my SEO journey, I was getting divorced. And so for me, it was like, it was like a lot better to focus my energy into this rabbit hole than like the rabbit hole of like sadness. So, (laughs) oh, hell yeah. You know, like, you know, (laughs) there's a reason that I ended up here. All right. So listeners, if you don't want to go through the process of a, of a divorce to find the focus to dive into SEO, listen to this podcast. Yep. A way better approach. Okay. Way better. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so when I very first began learning about SEO, this was like way before three years ago. So back in 2011, the number one tip I received was to start a blog. So I remember I was sitting in a networking meeting chatting with the tech guru of the guru. And he suggested that I start a blog. And at that point, I was so clueless. As soon as he made the suggestion, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. There is no way I'm going to start a blog. Yet somehow later that week, that was exactly what I was doing. I had no idea what to write about, but I was attempting it. And what this tech guru, Brian was his name, what he advised was that I should just write about anything. But it didn't really matter what I was writing as long as I was writing consistently. So in the beginning, that's how I began. I started writing short paragraphs about health and wellness, different massage modalities I was offering, and various events that were happening in my town. And just to be clear, this was a blog on my brick-and-mortar website. This was not the Massage Business Mama. So for years, I had, and I'm doing air quotes right now, I had an air quote blog on my brick and mortar website, and it was so (laughs) crude. But it did do the job of helping with SEO. 
And since I've learned more what blogging actually is, I cringe at my early attempts. But again, these quick paragraphs that hit keywords like massage, my town's name, and wellness helped me rank higher than many of my competitors. Hmm. That sounds so simple and smart. Like when I think of a blog, I think of, oh, I immediately get overwhelmed. Yeah. And you're saying it doesn't really have to be that overwhelming. It can be like a couple paragraphs and it will affect your SEO and it's an air quotations blog. Yeah. You yeah. know. So I, I, I mean, I think. As people have become more technologically advanced than back in 2011, that you probably have to try it a little bit harder than what I was doing back then. Like some of some of my things were just, oh, it's like they're so awful, Becca. <laughs> but yes, the con- I remember you telling me about it and me going, yeah, I do, I do, and like it was kind of like a two second, like yeah, and I'm doing this thing, and it's you know, Matt. and I, I remember thinking, neat. And that was it. Like, I didn't even know really what a blog was. I'm so not. Well, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, like I didn't either. Um, but my, my point is, is that like, as things have become more advanced, like you aren't going to be able to get the same results that I got with such minimal effort. Um, now sure. you're gonna have to try a little bit harder, but I still don't think like you're saying that, you know, it's, it's simple. Like you don't have to have a hugely beautiful blog to get results. It's the consistency thing. So one of the things that you're going to want to do is, which I was not doing in in the beginning, is you're going to want to make sure that your posts are at least 300 words long. So that's like that. That's I would say that's like bare minimum. Like if you're just like, okay, I like the idea of doing a blog. Simple, easy. I don't want to put that much effort into it. 300 words. That's what you want to at least go for. And I know also when I first started my air quote blog, I didn't have a lot of time to dedicate to creating really stellar posts. So I started to combine the content from these posts with my Monday morning email blitz. This is the email that all of my clients receive that gives my schedule and um, any pertinent information about what's kind of going on in my massage business world. Ugh, that's so clever, Allie. Work, work smarter, not harder, right? right. I'm, I'm totally writing all this down. Right. Anytime that we can like compound our efforts or repurpose our efforts, I think it's, it's huge. So email lists. If you don't already have an email list, this is a total side note. I just want to encourage you guys to start one. It's one of the best ways to connect with your clients and increase your bottom line. So we can go into that more in a different episode, but I just wanted to share that using this repurposing content is a strategy that'll save you time and tons and tons of energy. Something else I want to mention is that having good SEO does not happen overnight. It's not something that you do once and done. It's a long haul game. So you mean it's kind of like, I can't just go to the gym and work out legs one day and then I'm done for the rest of my life. It's like, I I have to stay on top of it like that, Becca. Exactly like that. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Why can't one thing be that easy? (laughs) Work the SEO muscle. Okay. I'm writing it down. Writing it down. Cool. Uh, Another thing that you're going to want to think about is creating keyword dense posts. So think about what your ideal client might be searching for when they're looking for the best massage therapist to relieve their particular aches and pains. So like for me, I see a lot of skiers. So I've written a lot of posts about how to use massage for recovery after skiing. So clever. So how, and and this has 
tripped me up. But knowing that like my SEO muscle is a muscle that I have to work out regularly to, you know, continue to grow it. How do you know which words create a higher SEO? Oh boy, Becca. Are there special <laughs> ones? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so it's not really about finding words that create a higher SEO. It's about knowing what your website can rank for. So every website and web page is given a DA or a domain authority. And what this does is it predicts how likely your website is to rank on search engine result pages. So depending on how much authority your site has can really change how you approach keywords or knowing which words are going to help you rank. So if you have a newer website, it's going to be harder to rank. However, there are some tricks. So like if you Google massage in Breckenridge, okay, I'm Googling it right now. Okay, so Google's saying that there's about 2,070,000 results. That means that there's 2,070,000 websites ranking for the keywords massage in Breckenridge. So as a newer business, you can see how it might be kind of hard to rank on page one for this, although this might be something that you really are trying to rank for, and you should. So if we get a little bit more specific, and right now I'm typing in massage in Breckenridge near peak nine. Let's see what I get. Okay, I am being presented with 617,000 results. Dang, that's a lot of results. But that's quite a bit better than 2 million. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, totally. So now if I go even further and Google massage in Breckenridge near peak nine that offers cupping, I am getting 222,000 results. So, you know, again, it's quite a bit better than 617,000. So as you can see, the more specific I get, the less options there are. So as a new business owner, I'm going to have a much easier time ranking for massage in Breckenridge near peak nine that offers cupping than I am for simply massage in Breckenridge. But again, I want to remind everyone that ranking for SEO is a long haul game. Just because it might be really hard to rank for massage in Breckenridge, like I was saying before, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't still try to eventually rank for this on page one. Just remember, in the meantime, to try to rank for the more specific long tail keywords. Oh, boy. Okay. So I got I got another question. What is a long tail keyword? <laughs> okay. So. Newbie. Yeah. Long tail keywords. They're longer and more specific keyword phrases that visitors are more likely to use when they're closer to the point of purchase and when they're using like voice search on their phone. So a lot of times mm. when I'm trying to figure out what I can rank for, I try to be really conversational. I try to think about what people are actually asking when they're getting on the magical world of the web and trying to figure out what they're looking for. So would like in-home massage near me or in-home Swedish massage near me be like a, a phrase type of thing? Yeah, you could do that. Um, if you get even more specific than that, you're probably like Swedish is one of those 
words that everyone has on their website. So it's going to be a little bit harder um, than mm. like if you were offering raindrop technique or Reiki or something that isn't quite as or tuning fork, something that's like a little bit less popular. Okay. So our example with Breckenridge, massage and Breckenridge would be keywords, whereas massage and Breckenridge near peak nine that offers cupping is a long tail keyword. Oh, got it. So my advice would be to go into Google and start typing phrases like these until you have narrowed down the search to the lowest number possible. And then to write posts using this exact arrangement of words and use this exact arrangement of words several times in your post. Depending on how long your post is, you're going to need to use it more times. But um, you want to make sure that the words are arranged exactly as you've typed them in. If you have a WordPress website, which is a little bit more complex to set up in the beginning, but offers way more flexibility in terms of customizations than many of the plug and play website options out there. So if you're using a WordPress site, there's a free plugin called Yoast, which ranks how well your pages and posts are positioned for optimal optimization. Oh, wow. That's super cool. So you don't have to do as much of that like work trying to figure out what these words might be and these sentences might be. You still have to do the homework ahead of time to figure out what you're going to write about, but it'll tell you like if if you're if you don't have enough word count, like if your if your word count is going to not be enough, if you haven't used the long tail keyword enough in your post and things like if you have too many consecutive sentences that start with the same word, things like that that hurt your SEO. Okay. Puts up like little check marks and then it there's there's a list of things that you can go through to change and it shows you exactly what you need to change to help your ranking so cool yeah okay so now i have more questions okay <laughs> so what exactly does plug and play mean and what are plugins do they cost money are they free all that stuff yeah there's so many terms to learn when we're getting things dialed in it's it's so hard so when i say plug and play There are a lot of website builders out there where everything is already formatted and all you have to do is insert your specifications for your website to be built. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like my first website was through Vistaprint and it was just plug and play. Like it it was very limited in what I could do and everything was like already kind of laid out and I just had to put, you know, it had the, the section for services and it had the section for bio and I just had to put it right in there and I, I couldn't really change the arrangement. So that's what I mean by plug and play. Gotcha. Um, and you know, this direction, like there is no shame in going with a plug and play website. If you have like zero desire to dive deep with SEO and that just isn't something that you ever think that you're going to tackle, like there's no harm in going with one of these plug and play websites. But if you are wanting to go a little bit deeper and you are wanting to learn a little bit more, then my suggestion would be to go with a website where you can customize it a little bit more. So a plugin is a software add-on that is installed to enhance a program's capability. So if you have a less customizable site, like the plug and play ones that we're talking about, chances are that you cannot install a plugin, at least maybe not without the help of a developer. And even then, I'm not sure if some of these websites would allow you to do that. But if you do have a WordPress site, you can. So some plugins are free while others cost money. But the one that I'm talking about today is free. Yoast is free. So to recap, again, Yoast 
if you have a WordPress site, it works in the background to grade how well you are performing for Google. It tells you when you have failed to use your keyword enough, when you have too many sentences that start with the same word, when your word count is too low, when you aren't using enough internal or external links, all things that are gonna hurt your SEO performance. It's really an amazing tool that is super easy to navigate once you've got it set up. Now, another side note here, if you are considering a WordPress site but are overwhelmed by all the tech, I wanna encourage you guys to check out Grayson Bell's free course, Understanding WordPress, How to Navigate Self-Hosted WordPress. When I first discovered this course, I was already well into the world of WordPress. But honestly, this basic free course that he had still launched me so far forward, it was unbelievable. He has such an amazing way of breaking things down in such an easy to follow step-by-step guide that it's, it's just pretty amazing. So we'll link to that course in our show notes if anyone's interested in checking that out. Okay, so I'm furiously writing this down. <laughs> WordPress has been a mind-numbing experience for me. Yeah. Grayson Bells, B-E-L-L-S, right? Uh-huh. And he has a free course, Understanding WordPress, How to Navigate Self-Hosted WordPress. Yep. Okay, done. It's it's in my notes, on my phone. I'm going to go look it up as soon as we're done with this. Okay, sounds good. Uh, okay. So if a blog seems intimidating, I just want to tell y'all that there are some other ways to enhance for SEO results. You can put a news page on your website that includes all upcoming events you're hosting or new modalities you're learning or community projects you are involved with or anything else that feels newsworthy. You can embed videos, which will not only help your SEO, but it will also help potential clients gain a level of trust before ever having met you. If you choose to go this route, I would highly suggest starting a YouTube channel and having the videos live here as opposed to on your own website where they will slow down your site speed, which again, negatively affects your SEO. Another thing you can do is include testimonials and reviews. This also has a dual purpose of helping your SEO and selling your services to new clients all at the same time. So if you don't have testimonials or refuse, I just want to encourage you guys to not be afraid to ask for them. Your clients want to see you succeed and probably would be more than happy to provide you a review if you simply asked. So please, please, please don't be shy. I will say that when I had my little brick and mortar business, my clients were like, let me know when you need a review. Let me, you know, usually your clients are jumping out. They want to praise you all over the internet. Totally. Yeah. Uh, You can include a bio all about how and why you got into massage, all of your credentials, any continuing ed you've taken, what you enjoy doing in your spare time. Another thing that you should be doing with every image that you put on your site is to heavily keyword it in the alt text. So just as a little background, the purpose of alt text is so that the visually impaired can know what the image is that's being represented. So you don't want the alt text to just be fully filled with keywords, but there are ways of sprinkling in organically some of the keywords that you're trying to rank for. Another thing that you can do is get backlinks to your site. 
This is when another website, preferably one that has more authority than your own, links back to your site. So I'm involved with a few networking groups that have websites that link back to all the individual businesses. So if any of you are a part of any networking groups that don't have sites set up like this, I would encourage you guys to talk to the organizers of the group about setting something up like this because it helps everyone that's involved. Another place I've gotten backlinks is through NCB TMB. Uh, I've been featured in local news articles that have linked back to my site. So what I want to encourage you guys to do is just brainstorm places that might be willing to link back to you if you asked. One important thing to note here, though, is that backlinks are not two-sided. So if I linked my web website to Becca's and she linked back to me, it would negate the desired outcome. It wouldn't help for SEO. We would be dinged. So that isn't, that isn't something that you want to do as much as that seems like an enticing thing to just tell all your friends to link back and forth. It, it's not going to help. Gotcha. Cancels each other out. Yep. So what exactly is the incentive of the bigger, badder website to backlink to your little one? Yeah. Well, that's the tricky part, Becca. It's tough to find sites like this. So my feeling is when you do, make sure to treat treat their creators like gold. Um, gotcha. When I downsized my business, I set up a membership program where for a minimal fee, the therapist who had been working for me could be a part of a program where I linked to their sites. And in my case, I had way more work than I could handle as a one-woman show. So filtering business their way, it made sense, but this is a pretty unique situation. So finding something like this is pretty rare. But if you do know any therapists who tell you that they get way more calls than they can handle, you know, as you're networking out there, you know, it, it might be worth it to approach them, especially if you have a good relationship with them. They might be happy to send overflow your way. Maybe events too, right? Like if you're, I don't know, doing massage for a racing event or something like that, there's potential to possibly be backlinked yeah, there. Yeah. If it's That's a perfect example. Not, yeah. yeah. So I think lastly, and most importantly, you want to make sure that you're updating on a schedule. I'm not going to even say frequently. I'm just going to say on a schedule. So search engines like it when you update this way. They like it when things are consistent. So once a month is way better than four times a week and then nothing for four months. And then again, two weeks later, and then not again for six months. So, you know, it's better if you can do it frequently, like once a week. But if you can't commit to that, commit to once a month, because that's going to help you way better than the, these sporadic, energetic bursts. So a website, it's just, it's not something you create once and then leave alone. It's a living, breathing organism. At least it should be if you want it to be search engine optimized. So back to the gym. Uh-huh. Little analogy. Yep. You gotta work everything out consistently to keep that hot beach body, right? <laughs> we want we want hot beach body websites out there, y'all. Hot beach body abs. So I I have learned so much already. And I honestly like I feel less intimidated by SEO and like all these little steps that just were so alien to me. I I do have another question. Okay. <laughs> uh, to maintain consistency with posts, because you see that this is so important. Um, 
Do you use any of those handy little like automated post calendars? Like I think web WordPress has one and Canva has one. Um, they're always advertising for them. Do you use anything like that? Or do you just kind of, I don't, I don't know. How do you organize that? Yeah. So with WordPress, it's, it's just something that's embedded in the site. It's not something that you need to like add on. It's not a plugin or anything. They, they have that capability where you can schedule it out right when you're drafting up your your post or your page, whatever it is that you're updating. And it is a really good idea to use something like this. And if I was really on top of my game, I would probably be using this tool. But honestly, <laughs> I'm usually scrambling to ta- stay on top of my schedule. It's it's usually like all I can do to stay on my schedule. But if, if I was like, really organized. Yes, Becca, it's an excellent idea. Well, you make it look easy, Allie. I have to say, like watching you, I'm like, man, she is on top of her game. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. I assumed you used one of those features. You're just good for the ego, Becca. (laughs) Let's keep talking. I mean, sometimes people do call me a cheerleader, but it's because I believe (laughs) like, that's what I see. I just, I, I just, I think it's so amazing. And, you know, I think for a lot of people too, you, you know, like myself, where these things are kind of intimidating. Yeah. When you see someone, you know, doing it, you think, gosh, that it, it always looks easy from the outside. So it's always, it's so cool to hear like the back of the house, you know, your, your kind of your process and like, you know, you're like, well, shit, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I should. I wish I did. <laughs> so I wish I did. Know. I wish I yeah. was that ahead of things, but I'm, I'm not. I, I have many blogging friends who, do use that tool. And, you know, it works well for them. That will be my goal. (laughs) Yeah. I so when I've like looked into it, I always think like, well, how is the material relevant? You know, like, how do you slip in something that's current? You know, I I don't know how you keep it fresh. So I guess that's maybe another, (laughs) another episode. You know, the thing, the thing that I look at is the people who have uh, the Instagram feeds where the pictures all connect to each other. And yeah, yeah, and yeah I've seen like, those. it's, you know, like it's this big puzzle of pictures that like creates this big, beautiful image, like serious mm-hmm. planning, serious planning. <laughs> I don't like those. <laughs> I think they're so cool <laughs> only because I like, not only, but like, I think a big part of the reason that I think that they're so cool is because I know, I know I could never achieve it. You know how much work oh, is put into that. Yeah. I just, I'm like, come on, don't make me wait for your next post. I just want to see the whole damn thing. I Like instant gratification. Yeah, I'm terrible. Yeah, I'm terrible. Yeah. So another thing I want to mention, you guys, is that neither Becca or I are experts with SEO. So if you want to learn from the experts, there is a course that I would recommend. It's called Stupid Simple SEO. And we're going to link to that in the show notes as well. And for me, this course was a game changer, even for just understanding the complexity of the subject and what I was able to and what I needed to work towards achieving with it. So I purchased this course over two years ago, and I'm still working through the material. Well, I love the name. It's got me. Right. Stupid simple. Keep it that way, please. (laughs) Well, there it is, therapist. Allie is saying she's not an expert. I am saying I'm definitely not the SEO expert. Uh, But how to set up your website for optimal SEO. 
this is it. Obviously, we've just scratched the surface of this topic, but at least this might whet your appetite to learn more. I know it has for me. Thank you so much for listening. And please reach out to us if you have any questions or topics you would like covered. We love suggestions. Find us at www.alignwiththemassagebusinessmama.com. Also, we wouldn't hate it if you were inclined to share or review our episode. Until next time, stay healthy, massage therapists.